You're listening to Running Around Charlotte, presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon, the Queen City's premier road race experience. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. Now, here are your hosts for Running Around Charlotte, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper. We all know training for a marathon involves a lot of running, but what else should you be doing in your workouts to get the best performance? We're asking that question to Will Hayes, Will, the sports performance manager at Navant Health Sports Performance in Huntersville. Good morning, Will. Thanks for joining us on Running Around Charlotte. Good morning, Tim in D.C. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Will, tell, tell us a little bit about what you do. Uh, so to talk a little bit about our performance facility in Huntersville. Um, So we are a human performance facility. We work with youth high school and pro athletes, but we also have a huge adult population that we work with as well. These are moms, dads, teachers, runners, weekend warriors. We work with everybody. Um, And we've really been able to assemble a team of human performance experts um, to advise them on their own personal fitness as well as meeting any kind of training goals they have if they are a recreational athlete. And we work with lots of youth clubs and professional mm-hmm. um, team organizations as well, like Joe Gibbs Racing um, and the Charlotte Independent Soccer Club. Within our facility, we also have uh, athletic trainers and physical therapists. So we mm-hmm. really have an integrated approach to, to human performance where you have performance coaches as well with sports medicine practitioners all working together. So are you for the elite athlete? Are you for, do you exist for the soccer mom who's just looking to uh, get in a little better shape? Who is your target audience? Well, I would say we exist for both. Uh, We've kind of taken Mm this elite human performance model and distilled it down for the everyday person. So if you are a soccer mom who wants to run your first 5k, we can definitely help you get there. Uh, from a fitness perspective, if you're a um, aspiring high school collegiate or pro athlete, you know, we also have that expertise as well. Uh, my background is in collegiate strength and conditioning. I spent 10 years at the division one level in college strength and conditioning, worked with every sport imaginable. Um, was at places like UNC Chapel Hill, UNC Greensboro, High Point University. Uh, my ass- assistant, uh, Jessica Hollingsworth, she came from uh, Clemson University, also has 10 years in college strength conditioning. Um, again, working with lots of different athletes. Uh, my only running claim to fame is while I was at UNC Greensboro, uh, Paul Chalimo, who's an Olympic silver medalist, was there. I was fortunate enough to work with him at that time. So I've worked with... <laughs> Some, some higher level runners as well. But, you know, we've sort of taken this, this model of human performance and distilled it down so we can help anybody. And actually our, our adult clients are actually our largest population. They're our most uh, loyal members. Um, and I think we, you know, speaking personally, I, I get a lot of joy out of working with them and seeing them meet their goals, whether again, it's a, you know, a body composition goal or it's some sort of recreational performance goal. Um, they're some of the most rewarding of our members to work with. That's great, man. I like, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I, I paused. Go I ahead. I know, what I, and I jumped. I jumped. Anyway, uh, 
I was going to say, I think it's great. And I think there's a big educational gap for folks to understand that performance is, it's like injury prevention. It's not, you don't want to see folks, not that you don't mind seeing folks when they're trying to recover, but you'd also want to see them before then so they can train and perform without having to need you on the back end, right? No, absolutely. Um, you know, I think we have access with our facility. We have some um, state-of-the-art equipment. We also have some um, diagnostic expertise to help people to, one, discover if you have a potential issue that could cause uh, an injury down the road. So if you're somebody who, during the time of COVID-19, you decide to pick up running because all the gyms have been closed, you're looking for something to do while you're staying at home working. I think that's awesome. We, su we support all forms of physical activity and want more people to get off their sofa and be more active. Yeah. But if you're going from the sofa to now starting to run X amount of miles per week, and you know, as we would say in the performance world, your training volume has increased quite a bit, then there is that potential for overuse injury or if diagnostically you're, you didn't realize you had some sort of movement dysfunction that there could be injury that occurs. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some of the things that we do yeah. and work with our individuals is, is take them through some different kinds of assessments, almost like when you would take your car into the shop for its normal checkup and they hook the computers up and run that diagnostic system through your car and they can see if there's something going on with the computer and things like that. We can take people through our own diagnostic screens to see if they have any sort of movement inefficiencies, which could cause an injury down the load, down the road, excuse me, if they're adding all of this training volume on top. And then we can give them exercises to help correct those potential movement inefficiencies, which would help them to be pain free and train, you know, longer, harder, all those things. So for for our runners, uh, running, of course, is the primary focus of the workout. But what else can they be doing? What else can we be doing uh, to improve our strength training? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. Um, you know, I think, you know, runners like to run and that's great. That's their sport. That's what you have to be good at for sure. Um, some things that we advocate for people um, is the one you know, to be not to acknowledge that because you're running so much, your warm-ups are run, your cool-downs are run, your training is a run, that you're constantly in this same cyclical pattern over and over again. Um, and you can often see these sort of pattern overload issues where because you're stuck in this pattern, you develop either imbalances or you exacerbate those inefficiencies. So get out of that pattern, add in some dynamic flexibility to your warm-up. So you're doing some full range of movement things that can be like lunging, squatting, hinging, those kinds of things. Um, and then within your cool down, integrate some of those same things or so working on specific mobility exercises, targeting hip flexors, hamstrings, hip external rotators, your ankle and calf, um, as well as paying close attention. I think, you know, glute strengthening has been a buzzword for a long time and something that you see brought up a lot, you know, doing some simple exercises to make your glutes stronger to counterbalance, again, some of those potential um, overuse patterns that a runner may be in. And then also adding in some soft tissue work as well. Mm -hmm. I think everybody owns a foam roller now, jump on a foam roller, jump on a lacrosse ball, jump on a softball, on your quads, your hips, your hamstrings um, to try to, again, counteract the 
training volume that you're going through. Yeah. And this, and this may be a tough one, Will, and you may have difficulty narrowing these down, but if there were three things that you could tell a runner to do to help potentially stave off uh, injury or overuse opportunities, what are the three things you could say any runner could do to increase their longevity and decrease their opportunity for injury? Uh, well, the first thing I would say is mobilize hips and ankles. So mm -hmm. um, hip flexor stretching, stretch your hip external rotators, stretch your hamstrings, stretch your calf and that ankle joint. And that could be for specific movements. That's number one. Two would be strengthen your glutes. Again, things like glute bridges. If you can you know, get your hands on a mini band, doing anything with the mini band, lateral walks, forward walks, um, doing any kind of lateral glutes strengthening movements that could be on the ground would be number two. And then number three is to make your core stronger as well. Not necessarily doing, you know, hundred sit-ups, but doing movements that putting yourself in that nice pillar running position. So things like pillars and planks and static strengthening movements. I think if you did one, two, three there, you would, you would help to um, nip a lot of issues in the bud pretty quickly. Um, and the, the time investment in that doesn't have to be very high. That could be part of your warm-up, could be part of your cool-down, could be something you do on a, a day where you don't run or a day where it's a lighter training day. Um, two to three times a week would be all that you would need to do. That's good medicine right there, man. <laughs> That's good medicine. So I, I, if I'm listening to this and it, and it and what you're saying is resonating with me and it's like man I got, I got to do something I need to I need to connect with Will you don't need a referral right you can just call in or send an email and say hey I'm, I'm looking for some help I want to do some core strength or stretching or whatever it's pretty easy to connect right yeah absolutely um there are a couple of ways that you can reach us. Um, one is you can find us on social media, Novi Health Sports Performance on Facebook or at NH Athlete on Instagram. That can also provide kind of a basis to see what services we offer and what kind of training that we're doing with people. Um, the other ways is to reach out directly. Um, you can email me directly at whays at novihealth.org or you can call our facility directly at 704-316-5096. Um, and we would love to talk with you. You can come in, That's we great. can set up a free consultation where we can walk you through um, exactly what our process would be to help you reach your goals, performance or otherwise. Um, and it's that easy. And so walk us through the process, Will. So I, I call and I say, hey, Will, I, I want to get hooked up. I, I need some help. Um, there's an assessment. There's some work. Mm -hmm. Talk about that whole process and how many days a week am I going to end up coming to see you once gyms are open? I understand, but like, is there <laughs> homework where, hey, I can come in a couple of times a week, but I also could take some things with me that I can mm -hmm. do at home that are going to help me. And I don't always have to go to the gym, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. So we're in the process of, of rolling out specifically a runner assessment and prehab program right now because we know so many folks have picked up running um, over this COVID-19 period or have um, desire to compete 
in the Charlotte Marathon coming up. Um, so what that process would look like is you would come in for an initial evaluation. We would sit down and we would have a conversation and then we would go through uh, a functional movement screen as well as using some technology we have that's called a Sparta scan. What this does, again, is this kind of a diagnostic tool for us to paint a picture of how well you move as a human and what potential issues that could arise from your potential lack of movement. Based off of that, then we would create a take-home uh, prehabilitation program with corrective exercises. And after you receive that program, then we would also schedule two um, kind of follow-up calls where our, you could reach out to our coaches or excuse me, our coaches would reach out to you. We would sit down, talk, ask you how the program's going, ask you how your training is going, uh, and then advise you on how to progress those exercises forward or if we needed to make changes down the road. And those would be at different time intervals after that initial screen. So that's how long of a, I'm sorry, go ahead, Will. No, go ahead. I was going to ask you, and how long of a process is all that? Uh, the, it's the, when they come in for the assessment itself, an individual comes in, that's about an hour appointment. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we would do like a four and eight week check-in after that to see how things are going. Um, and, and again, it depends maybe if there's a specific, obviously I know a lot of events are virtual, but maybe if there's a, an event that's sooner, we could obviously shorten that time frame up to make sure that we're, we're giving the individual the attention that they need in order to make sure they're ready to compete. Uh, from that perspective. But in general, yeah, a, a, after four weeks, we'll do a 15 minute call, see how things are going, tweak anything we need to tweak. After eight weeks, we'll do a 15 minute call. And then part of that final call, so it would be guidance on, hey, here's how to continue forward. Or if they're looking for more of a more consistent strengthening conditioning program, strengthening program specifically for a runner, what they can do, what further services we can yeah. offer on top of that. Yeah. And it doesn't just have to be about competition. It can be about just just basic self improvement or just just basic you know growth in whatever activity they're participating in, right? Yeah, absolutely. This is not just for yeah. runners that are looking to compete. You don't even have to be doing an event at all. Um, if it's something where yeah. you're starting to feel some aches and pains, and you want to make sure that those aren't going to get worse, or you're afraid that you may start feeling some aches and pains, mm -hmm. or you just want to train and feel injury free and, and know that you're training at the highest level possible for you and you can continue to enjoy the process. You know, we want to help you be able to enjoy that process. Awesome. For, Good stuff. for an Good old stuff. guy like me, um, I'm 58 now working on 59. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, Will. I'm, I'm a little afraid of pain and right now i'm kind of tight i'm tighter than two coats of paint and for me to get out and run <laughs> is about all i feel like doing and all that stretching and rolling and all that other that just takes up a bunch of time and it kind of hurts so for those guys who are and and maybe gals who are kind of in my demographic group what are you going to do to convince me that this is important <laughs> Tired of two coats of paint. Oh my gosh! Great question. You like I that? Say, uh, you know, one thing I would say is that it. I think that people can make it overwhelming in their minds. They start, they try to do it, and they initially go and you foam roll for an hour, 
and you're bruised up and you and it feels awful you're like man i don't want to spend an hour foam rolling where i just hurt the whole time i agree with that i don't want to do that either mm. i don't think the dose response has to be that much now i think you can literally pick one thing to roll and one exercise and start there um, and take three to five minutes and just try to make it a habit do it for a week see what happens maybe you feel better maybe you don't if you don't feel better try something else um, but just try something. So anyone, regardless. Right, I got it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I got an either or for you. Foam roller or the stick. Ah, that's a good one. Foam roller. Foam roller. Foam roller. Yeah. Stick, sticks, right. stick, stick doesn't do enough. It hurts less, but it doesn't do enough. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> It depends, right? For those pain-averse people. <laughs> <laughs> those pain-averse people. Right, and you can really get in there, like you said, with a lacrosse ball, man. Lacrosse ball and a, uh, and a foam roller, man. There's a lot you can do right there. There is a lot you can do right there. Oh, man. Now, Will, along with some of the I, – I, I, I am making the leap uh, that, uh, that you guys will not just recommend – uh, the proper practices and procedures, but you'll also show folks how to do these things as well. You don't won't, won't just tell somebody that, and I need you to, you know, figure out how to foam roll your own self or, you know, you know, insert a lacrosse ball here and take note, but you're going to coach folks along and, and guide them through. So it's not as painful a process as folks um, might think it could be. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, the, the type of service that we want to provide, not just to runners, but to everyone that walks through our doors is a, a highly involved, highly coached process. I mean, we're, we're all coaches. That's our background. So, um, you know, I think we all get a little bit anal sometimes because we want thing, people to do things so well so often um, because we know they're going to get such a bigger benefit from doing that. So absolutely, we'll We'll, we will take the time not only to show them the exercises, but we'll have resources available, um, you know, through our different platforms um, so that they can go back and reference what those exercises should look like so they can perform them properly. Now, on a personal note, Will, how did you uh, transition from the D1 ranks into the, I guess, straight up into the sports med space here and working through uh, Novant Health? Um, college athletics is a, it's very demanding. Um, it's a, it's a lot of hours. There are very rewarding parts to that, but, um, the opportunity became available for me to make the jump to the private sector. Um, you know, it, it was a great opportunity. Nova health is a great company to work for and to be a part of. And so I felt like the time was right in my career to make that jump. Um, there are definitely things that I, I still miss about um, college athletics, being with athletes on a day-to-day -day basis, being a part of, of teams and seeing them succeed throughout their season. But um, I have found, you know, being able to work with individuals specifically, again, you know, not, not college athletes, but normal adults um, and seeing the kinds of impacts that we've been able to make, you know, in their day-to-day -day lives um, has been even more rewarding, um, I think, on a certain level. That's awesome, man. Good for you, man. Good for you. Will, it's been a pleasure, my friend. Thank you very much for joining us. And uh, 
you know, thank you for being part of such a great Novant team uh, with some really cool resources to to uh, keep people healthy in uh, the Charlotte area and the Carolinas too. Tim and DC, thank you so much for having me on. I'm I'm honored and excited to be here, and um, look forward to. Um, uh, we're looking forward to COVID restrictions lifting and being able to continue to make a an impact in in the Charlotte area. Man, I think we're all looking forward to that day. <laughs> That's true. All right, Will. Thanks again, man. Yeah, thank thanks you guys. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration for the November 16th Novon Health Charlotte Marathon, Half Marathon, Relay, 5K, and One Mile events is available now at runcharlotte.com. Running Around Charlotte with your hosts, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper, is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. Listen for new episodes of Running Around Charlotte released every week.